Hello, I'm Peter Goodwin, reporting from Paris and the ESMO Congress, the European Society for Medical Oncology, that's right now in full swing. Checkpoint inhibition has been very much in the focus, and a trial, the Ipsos study, that deliberately looks at patients who are not fit enough for usual clinical trials. I wondered why Professor Ming Li, the lead author of the study, selected this particular subset of patients. In reality, we have this large population of unfit non-small cell lung cancer population who we just simply cannot treat with standard doublet platinum chemotherapy. They are elderly, they got lots of comorbid problems, they're on multiple medications, they are looked after by their children at home, and we treat them with either single-agent chemotherapy or we send them or we look after them or offer them best supportive care. So can you tell me what you did in the Ipsos study? It's a phase three study. Uh, what happened? So it's so, a simple study. Just, just randomising all these unfit patients, stage 3B, 4, uh, who are not suitable for standard platinum chemotherapy, and they get randomised to an immunotherapy treatment called atezolizumab, or they get single-agent gencytobine, or they get binorabine, which can be given IV or orally, until disease progression. So the primary endpoint is overall survivor, and we met the objective, hazard ratio 0.78. And not only that, we got a very impressive one-year survivor, 44%, for the Atezo patient, and more impressively, uh, 24% alive at two years. So we're talking about one in four patients still alive uh, on the immunotherapy treatment which is probably pretty impressive results. So could you give me some more of the details? You were using atezolizumab. How many patients did you have in the study and what were the actual numbers in terms of response rates and hazard ratios? So we're talking about 453 patients. So it's a two-to-one randomization. So we're talking about 300 patients uh, uh, receiving atezo, uh, about 150 patients receiving chemotherapy. And what are your recommendations coming from this? Wow. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't distort the results, the impressive results, uh, which I presented in a presidential symposium. And this is probably the most impressive results we've ever seen for this poor prognosis patient, elderly, a lot of comorbid problem, and way better than a lot of poor PS patients. Don't forget, we, had, we have, over the last 20 years, a lot of clinical trials have been conducted, but they have not made any significant progress. And this is the first time you know, we show this immunotherapy treatment alone uh, uh, improves survival significantly mm. for this poor elderly population with non-small cell lung cancer. This is the use of checkpoint inhibition as monotherapy. Uh, how much of an endorsement is that of checkpoint inhibition first line in non-small cell lung cancer generally? Well, as you know, I mean, checkpoint inhibitor with or without chemotherapy is now the center of care you know, for a lot of these fit patients, and as recommended by many treatment guidelines. But uh, you, you have to remember and not to forget all these people, the first-line immunotherapy trials, with or without chemotherapy, are, were restricted to good, to fit patients, what I call performance status 0 and 1. And also, their medium age is 65 or less. When I look at the data, over 20 people to trials, and it only range from something like 62 to 65 years old. And our population medium age is 75. And 30% of them are over 80 years old. And they are excluded from all the people to trials I just mentioned. 
Now, you're using atezolizumab monotherapy with great results in a relatively unfit population. What are you doing for your fit patients and how well are you managing there? The, the current standard in UK, we, we, know we recommend either single agent, uh, checkpoint inhibitor or in combination with chemotherapy. So the standard is that if you've got pdl one status, more than 50%, you can have checkpoint inhibitor with pembrolizumab or atezolizumab. But even less than that, and you're more than 1%, we recommend uh, a, a triplet treatment where we combine a doublet platinum chemotherapy with a checkpoint inhibitor. And that is pretty standard. But you have to remember uh, the real world. So when we look at our UK, the latest UK uh, lung cancer audit involving over 30,000 patients, only 40%, 47% have a performance status of zero and one. Most of them are poor performance status. And even among the good performance status, zero and one, only 50% receive any form of systemic treatment. So what is the message you would like to send out to the world's cancer doctors about treating these uh, patients who have poor performance status and, and perhaps don't enter into some of the, the latest studies uh, with the, the, the newest therapies? Well, I mean, I, I can't comment on that because I think it's up to the pharma to decide what they want to do with the data and the results. And all I can say is that you saw the results. Uh, we met the primary endpoint, the gold standard overall survivor hazard ratio 0.78. But you have to remember, uh, the one-year survivor, the two-year survivor, very impressive for this poor performance status patient. Indeed, you had um, one patient in four alive at two years, which is, of course, remarkable. Yeah, yeah. And considering they are frail, they've got lots of comorbid problems, they live with a cancer, they live with arthritis, they live with diabetes, they live with a heart problem and a lung problem, and they're still alive one in four. One in, four, uh, one in four still alive at two years. What do you recommend doctors then to be changing in their practice now as a result of this very interesting paper you've just presented here at ESMO today? Well, as I mentioned, I, I just have to let the pharma decide what they want to do with the data, but data is data. Uh, and this is the first time, as I mentioned, after 20 years of research uh, that we come to this point. Apart from pharma, though, atezolizumab is available. Do you recommend doctors to be using it in their poor-risk patients? Well, I, I, I know at the moment I don't think it's a license for poor-risk patients, so I, I, can't, I can't comment on that. But you know, all I can say is just my, the data, our data show, it, it improves survivor. That was Dr Ming Lee, the Ipsos Trial Chair, Professor of Medical Oncology and Consultant Medical Oncologist at University College London Hospital. I'm Peter Goodwin at the ESMO Congress in Paris.